Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen V, and this is the Take Care Live podcast. Welcome to this Tuesday's Take. You know, delays are not exciting for anyone. Uh, I think we have about 6,500 people who could attest to that. And I'm referring to the Olympians from the 2020 Olympics. We all know that the 2020 Olympics were scheduled for, well, 2020. And it was the global pandemic that sent the initial plans into a tailspin. All of the athletes, their coaches, the facilitators of the event, everybody was just sent in a tailspin as a result of the pandemic. The event had to be rescheduled for 2021. And in the midst of that delay, I am sure there was a lot of heartache. There was a lot of frustration, a lot of disappointment, a lot of angst, a lot of worry and concern. But the one factor that remained is that there were tons of people to care for in the process. And so today we're going to talk about leading people through a delay because the one constant experience you will face as a leader is the work of developing people. To lead, you need people. And people who are experiencing the challenge of a delay require a particular type of focus and energy from you as a leader. Now, of course, there are delays that are avoidable if we put the right habits in place. However, there are times when delays are unavoidable and we need to recognize that there's capital in a delay. Yes, there is capital in a delay. Delays offer us the opportunity to develop a sense of unwavering commitment. Other people would call that faith, right? Faith that what you are waiting to accomplish is doable. And in the meantime, you develop perseverance and maturity so that you have everything you need to engage in that task, that project, that initiative productively and successfully once the delay has come to an end. So here are a few things that will help you be more effective in guiding the people you lead, no matter the size of your team or the size of your organization, that you wanna make sure you're practicing so that people feel supported as they move and handle a delay. First of all, communicate the reason for the change and why. So we know in the case of the 2020 Olympics, the reason was the COVID pandemic. The why was for the purpose of preserving life. People were in a crisis. We were in a crisis globally. And to move forward with the event, knowing all that was at stake would have endangered people far more than it would have brought joy to the event. And so even though people were not happy for the well-being of all involved, there needed to be a communication of the reason for the change, for the delay, and why. Second, show empathy. Depending on the circumstances, many people may not be happy about the delay. So folks will need to know that you understand and even share their feelings about the delay. 
Just an example, Simone Biles, who is the most decorated gymnast of our time, she has the most world medals and the most gold medals of any gymnast, she experienced a lot of angst about the delay. She was looking forward to actually getting it over with so that she can take better care of herself emotionally. So when you're communicating a delay, it's important that people have a sense that you understand where they're coming from, that you can empathize with their feelings and their emotions during that time. So show empathy. Three, provide people you lead with guidance on how they can use their time. Folks need you to communicate the why. They need you to show empathy but they also need support in how to handle their time and use their time in the midst of the delay. For example, create space for members of the team to focus on a project or enhance a skill they know they're going to need once the delay is over. Have people, well, give people the freedom to lean back into their toolbox. What are the things that they know they want to perfect? What are some areas or projects that they know they've been working on that could use a little bit more tweaking, more refining, so that as we approach the time for full implementation of those elements that are related to their projects or that will need those skills, that they can do it with even more effectiveness. This helps to support people's mindset. It also provides them with some meaningful work to do as they wait right, as they're in waiting for the opportunity to forge ahead. Oftentimes when a a delay occurs, it throws people off. It kind of scatters them. So they need help getting reoriented to the priorities of the time, okay? Don't allow people to feel as if they're on their own during that period. So help them to reorient themselves to things that matter, that will add value to them, and to the work itself. Here's another one, number four. Encourage the teams you lead to access supports, both externally and internally. So maybe there's some folks who could use coaching on how to better use their time. And if your organization doesn't offer any tools or resources or professionals that could coach them through that process, then linking them to organizations and people and experts in the field who can do that would be exactly what you need to add to your arsenal of supports. Maybe there's a team leader who you know is going to be critical to the implementation of what was delayed, but you need them to sharpen their relationship skills. Hey, I've been there. Use this time to link them to someone who can coach them in that process. Consider the experts in the field who you as an organization or as a leader are willing to invest in for their benefit so that they are more satisfied with their performance and the people who they lead are beneficiaries of that support. So think about the external supports that can be used and add it to the arsenal of your supports while they are experiencing this delay. Now, when we talk about internal supports, this is critical for you because oftentimes In a delay, we don't realize the things we have to offer that we could actually maximize to fill gaps and still meet individual needs 
in people's workflow and in people's capacity while they or we are in waiting. So think about what your organization has access to in-house. What do you do extremely well? Or are there key people in the organization who do particular things very well that can become a broader resource, a wider ranging resource for others? For example, let's say you're a school leader and you intended to launch a new curriculum uh, and get that off the ground. But because of funding changes and other priorities, the curriculum rollout changed. So what do you do? Think about the people on your team who are dynamic teachers and presenters and have them develop and facilitate focused professional learning opportunities for the team, for their colleagues that are specifically connected to the curriculum and associated resources that you are going to roll out but have to wait until a more opportune time. It might be that that particular curriculum offered a different teaching approach or approaches that is done in pockets within your school. Well, here's your opportunity to have other people who are dynamic in that approach prepare and showcase, present that opportunity for the rest of the school so that the whole unit, the whole organization can move forward and make progress in that area. If you could think strategically in this way during a delay, this will help the entire team know that you're still committed to their primary needs, right? And it empowers the dynamic people on your team who are great teachers and presenters to step up into leadership roles that maybe they didn't intend to step up to, but now this critical moment in the midst of a delay created the opportunity for them. It actually also helps to validate their gifting while also creating space for them to continue to grow as facilitators and as presenters. And you know what? When it comes time to roll out that curriculum, once everything gets in order, you've also now identified more people who have the capability to engage in the facilitation and training of team members that you probably didn't think of before. So, Encourage the team to access supports internally and externally. It's often easier to have people link to internal supports if you build it into the menu of work that is valuable for them and for everyone to engage in based on their need or the demonstrated need. With external supports, you may have to have more one-on-one -on -one conversations with people and elevate for them the importance of it as it relates to them individually. So you'd be scaffolding this access as needed, but you certainly wouldn't want to make it available. You want to make it available to all during this time. Now, mental health is critical during a delay. So you want to keep the dialogue going. You want to keep dialogue and healthy interactions going on during this time. You want to let people know that you're concerned about their mental well-being, that while this delay occurred, it might be frustrating, a little disheartening, that more importantly, you care about them as individuals and you want to make sure that they're prepared, not just technically, right, with the skill, but as individuals. So do your best to make sure you anchor your communication of these supports 
around the essential value of maintaining healthy mental states, a healthy state of mind. All right. When you do that, you also help to remove the stigma that goes with the challenges people experience when they face an unexpected delay. Remember, everybody doesn't handle a delay the same. But if you keep a core message of maintaining great mental health, not just for the sake of your bottom line, but for their humanity, you help to elevate for them the value of taking care of themselves. And as a result, you also help them get through the hurdle of dealing with a delay. And that leads us to our final action or investment that you offer your team as the leader. And that's place an emphasis to lean into relationships. Definitely mental health supports and wellness programs where people know how to take better care of themselves physically and emotionally. Those are really relational in nature, uh, relationship to self. But make sure you also anchor it in relationship to others. Experiencing a delay is not just a technical challenge, it's an adaptive challenge. And people need opportunities to process it, not merely in isolation, but with others. So think about the kinds of work groups that could be created that support something that the organization and that you as a team leader recognize is a value for everyone that can become a part of the workflow and relationship flow within the organization and on your team. Do your best to make sure you're creating opportunities for relationship building. I remember there was an organization that I was running and we were in a critical point of the year where the demands were high and people were stressed. The teaching teams were exhausted and we needed a pick me up. And so we had some members of our organization put together this really great team based scavenger hunt that broke all of us up as a large organization um, of teaching professionals and educators into smaller teams, teams we wouldn't ordinarily be a part of. And we engaged collectively in this scavenger hunt that uh, brought us together, made us laugh, allowed us to show empathy when people were having a hard time figuring out the challenges, also allowed us to celebrate other people uh, on the team and within the organization. And so I know I, as a leader, needed help with that element of the work, right? Because I can be pretty much a doer and down to business kind of person. And you may be a similar type of leader. And so a delay creates an opportunity for you to identify folks on your team, no matter how big or small, who can help elevate that quotient in the work, the relationship building, so that you can still work towards developing and refining your team culture and your team values and a spirit of collaboration and partnership in ways that are not necessarily based on work, but are based on relationships. Okay, so that's our Tuesday take for today. I want you to think about the delays you are experiencing right now as an organization, as a leader of a team, and what can you do to lead people through that delay in a way that's meaningful and that helps them feel secure and valued, appreciated, and prepares them for the opportunity when things align and it's time to get back on the field and execute. 
You may not be able to do all of these things at once, and I certainly encourage you not to try to, but think about which are priorities for you and put them in place for the benefit of your team. So to recap, when leading people through a delay, one, communicate the reason for the change and why. Two, show empathy. Folks will need to know that you understand and even share some of their feelings about the delay. Three, provide team members with guidance on how to use their time. Four, encourage them to access supports internally and externally. And five, reignite a commitment to relationships within the team, across teams, from one person to another, so that as you are waiting, as everyone is waiting, you're not waiting dormant without action, but you're being intentional about the experiences people have and you're reminding folks that they're not alone and that there's still exciting things to do together, even in the midst of the delay. So thank you so much for joining this Tuesday's Take. I am honored that you spent this brief time with me. I hope it has great meaning to your week and to the weeks ahead as you lead people through delay as effectively as possible. All right, beautiful people. Do what I encourage you to do and do it well. And that's take care and live. We will talk again soon. Thank you for joining this episode of the Take Care and Live podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I'm going to ask you this favor. Would you do me this favor and actually write a brief review of the show? We want to hear just how the show has impacted you. So if you would take 60 seconds, 90 seconds to write a brief review to let me know how the show has impacted you in your work life and even your professional life, even as I talk over lawnmowers in my backyard. But I want to encourage you to write a review. We'd love to hear from you um, because it helps us focus our content even more in ways we can support you in everyday life. And that's the purpose of our show here at Take Care and Live is to make sure we look at the little things that impact us daily that can help us live more meaningfully each day. Well, thanks so much and do what I encourage you to always do and that's to take care and live.